because it's so good. I feel that you enjoy your job making your listeners happy. Best English radio in Moscow or in the whole wide world. This is Capital FM, Moscow, 105.3. Turn it up! The one and only English-speaking station in Moscow. Capital. Capital FM. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Good evening, listeners. I hope you're all well and enjoying a very happy Easter. I hope you painted lots of eggs and... Uh, you know, I, I have to say, like, I mean, I had some chocolate eggs yesterday with my little boy, so it was quite good. The only thing that was worrying was when he arrived home, I'll discuss with the boys in the studio in a moment, he arrived home and said, Dad, I need some weapons. And I'm like, uh, why? He said, the boys and I, we need to have a bit of a war and we're looking for weapons. So he collected up weapons from the house and left outside, distributed them, and then the kids disappeared. So, I don't know. I, I, I Okay. Folks, it is Sunday night here in the Moscow, in, in the Moscow City uh, area, in the Navarrosian's area here in Moscow City in Russian Federation. So, first I welcome to Shudo over straight ahead of me, kind of on my left a little bit as well, Mr. Alex B. Why, hello. And uh, I'd like to um, congratulate everybody because today is the National Pool Opening Day, the National Devil Dog Day, National uh, Babe Ruth Day, and National Prime Rib Day, and many more. But those are just the big ones. Over Ooh. to you, Pete. Peter? All right, all right, so uh, today, uh, of course, a very important man, in my, in my opinion, of course, Harper, Harper Lee, Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize winning novelist. You might know him for his novel, To Kill a Mockingbird. 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 And that's it for the birthdays. There's uh, nothing just, else? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of like no names, I would say. All right, okay. Before Peter gets into the news, uh, straight away I have to say that just coming up shortly we're going to have Alexander Zotov from the uh, All-Russian Football Players Union and of course the Russian Football Union he's going to come on to have a bit of a discussion about what's happening in Russian football right now a little bit later on we will have uh, Andrew Flint on the phone all the way from Orenburg not even in two men this week he's on a road trip and a little bit after that we will have Mr. Andy McLean Andy is on duty today of course out of the uh, TV studio so he won't be here with us. so I'm stuck here with uh, Alex and Peter so if you hear Andy like careful and yeah it's starting and especially the quiz we will have uh, Andrew Flint on the phone for the quiz so we'll only have three participants and we'll see what's going to happen okay beautiful quiz beautiful quiz exactly we have a lot coming up folks we have a lot of updates as well and a big shout out first to uh, Rashid Rashid I said that I would say hello to you so I did and of course to Mr uh, well we'll speak about uh, CSK basketball quite soon because they are in the final four so Peter give it away with our news alright 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 so we have uh, Manchester United just finished a game with Chelsea I believe tied uh, then we have that was a 1-1 one, one draw yeah 1-1-1 one, one, one. So we have, we have uh, Leicester City, who just who played Arsenal, uh, 1-3-0. We have Man City, uh, who beat Burnley, 1-0, uh, I think. And yep. what are they at the top of the they table They have right gone now? top of the Premier League. Yes, they, they have, at the yep. top of the table. So uh, another uh, news, we have NBA, uh, have Celtics going up against Bucks right now, 51-50. 51-50, that's a live score. Celtics are leading. It's the second half, I believe, second, right? Okay. All yes. right. Alex, what is going on over in stateside in the NBA and the NHL playoffs? And the NBA, well, as Pete just said, Bucks and Celtics are playing currently. Um, we have the, um, well, the first round of the playoffs is done. We, we're on to the second round. Only eight teams left. Who will prevail? That is a question. Now we have the, of course, in the uh, in the East, aside from the Bucks and Celtics, we have the 
Raptors and the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, of course, got past the um, Brooklyn Nets and the Orlando Magic. So the Raptors already took game one by a 10-point margin. And now we're going to have the... Um, in the over in the um, West, we're going to have the Warriors against the Rockets. Pretty interesting matchup. This happened last year. The, the Rockets almost beat the Warriors last year, but uh, we also have the uh, San Antonio Spurs against the uh, Denver Nuggets. Oh, sorry, San Antonio. The San Antonio Spurs were eliminated by the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are up against the um, Damian Lillard's. Uh, Portland Trailblazers. Okay, so that's, that's, that's a good... Okay, look at those. Uh, have any of those games been played yet? Uh, well, we know that the uh, Boston game is ongoing right now. Uh, the, yeah, the Philadelphia 76ers against the uh, Toronto Raptors. Uh, I think the... Well, my biases aside, um, I think the Raptors are going to take this simply because of the... Um, well, because they're already structured. They already know what everybody's like, role is. Over in Philly, of course, they have a lot of star power, but... I don't think they really figured it out yet what, what everybody's trying to do. Of course, the Milwaukee and the Celtics, That I think that's going to be the most interesting series because the uh, Milwaukee has, uh, of course, it's sort of a one-man team, but everybody else is sort of stepping up, so it's, they're actually better than like what happened last year in Cleveland. Uh, so we have Giannis that just like took the league by storm this year, and um, of course, the Boston Celtics, they really stepped up as well because... They've had a quite of a lackluster performance in the regular season, but right now they're they're doing quite well. Well, as you said at the very start of all this, that the playoffs and the playoffs are a completely different like uh, they are. process, you know. So it, yeah, it, it's, so it's the Cel- yeah, that's why the Celtics, of course, they weren't doing that well in the season. But in the Celtics, oh sorry, in the play- in the playoffs, they're they swept the they swapped in the first round. They they just had four games. Okay, and of course the Warriors. I think this is a great sports story about how well the LA Clippers were doing because the LA Clippers were kind of like they've always been sort of like a joke. Because no, they've joked it for years and years yeah, and years. They've they've been like, like, I was laughing at them. Look, if at the beginning of the season you were to tell me that the Clippers would perform better than LeBron's Lakers, like I, I would, I would have deemed you an insane man. I would have called the ambulance. But right now they're doing much better. They won two games against the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors again. And speaking of them, they're actually, although they did add DeMarcus Cousins, they're actually, like, quite worse than they were, like, a year ago or even two years ago. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, because um, they really, have... You, you agree? You think that they're gone back? Oh, I'm just I'm just wowed by that. Like, that. Just crazy uh, to me. Look, because when you have so much star power on, on your team, and, like, I'm saying this from personal experience. I've played on, like, all sorts of teams. And um, if oh, you yeah. have so much star power oh, on your yeah. team, you... Um, you sort of become kind of like, oh, we're going to win anyway. You have Kevin Durant, Marcus Cousins, Steph Curry. We're going to like have all those guys. Like we don't, we don't need to. So like, if one of them doesn't play that well, everybody else is going to pick up the slack. So that's how like. But I think it's an amazing sports story of how the Clippers really won two games against them because they used to just sweep the entire league in the playoffs. But the Clippers and they don't have any star power like who Lou Williams, who's like a bench player. So like. And, of course, the Denver Nuggets are going to play against the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Again, the Oklahoma City fell a few games short, which is another big disappointment. Russell Westbrook, Paul George, they fell to Damian Lillard. And, um, yeah, so they're going to square up against the um, <laughs> against the Denver Nuggets. So that's going to be a pretty interesting series. Okay, nice one. Okay, All of course, right. later on this evening we'll have the... Uh, or Actually, we'll still be on air. Rockets are throwing up against uh, the Warriors at starting at 10.30 Moscow time. And the update in the score, is it half-time at the moment over in the Boston 
the Celtics. It is, Bucks it game. is. Uh, 52 50. The okay, boys, 50. Celtics are up. Uh, of course, RPL right now. Okay, of course, Russian Football Premier League because it's getting very close. Four games left after this week's round, weekend's round of games. Some big, big results already. Yeah, so Loco, of course, went up against Rostov uh, last week. 2 1, they won. Then CSK went up against Angie, 2 0, CSK won. Zenit, uh, 2 2 uh, nil against uh, Dynamo. Uh, and Arsenal, Arsenal uh, uh, beat Spartak 3 0. Now, that was a huge shock because, of course, you know, Arsenal, uh, I mean, they're a decent side, but they're always a bit tricky. But no one expected them to uh, absolutely trash Spartak because Spartak are, you know, they're a team that really should be chasing for one of the top places with the. Uh, the budget that they have uh, this week that was midweek so this weekend there was more games of course uh, starting of course with uh, okay go ahead Peter well of course uh, I just want to give a score update right now Krasnodar is winning against CSKA 2-0 uh, and uh, oh that game should be coming to an end yes, yes, yes it's, it's going yeah that's, so, that's a killer for Skar because they're chasing second place against Lokomotiv so yeah. I don't, I de- I'm sorry, Peter, but um, okay. So uh, of course, Dinamo they played on Saturday. They were at home against Ahmad Grozny. How did that end up? Wait, wait. yeah, it's uh, zero zero. Oh, okay. uh, a very like boring game. Okay. I expected better from Dinamo, honestly. Okay, and of course uh, today at two p.m., Loco played Yenisei Krasnoyarsk, and the final score was it was two two one. Good. Loco, okay. Uh, as always as always yeah Loco just like getting over the right. line so again against one of the worst teams in the league they get over the line uh, Zenit of course Zenit 4-2 4-2, 4-2 against well, uh, Krillis Overtop yeah, yeah I mean that's Zenit so Zenit who would have thought I exactly I mean they, they pretty much clinched the league right now I mean they're, they're, they're top of the table on 57 points they are 8, ten, eight points ahead of Lokomotiv Siska they, ha- they are falling back they are not going to you know go anywhere they are on 44 points Krasnodar could nip past this car. So as last week, of course, uh, Maxi said that the big danger, the big danger for them will be that Krasnodar will actually go past this car. So it is looking like that. Yeah, you know what? How would I would de- like how I would describe Zenit. Zenit is the golden state of RPL. They're stacked. They've always been stacked. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> is that so? <laughs> well, you have to I'm not doubting. I'm just saying. Okay. Really of course, the uh, there's a game tomorrow. Of course, Spartak are playing at home tomorrow against Rubin. What time is that kicking off, Peter? Uh, against Rubin, that's uh, 7.30. 7.30. 7.30, okay. Tickets are available for that. So if you want to go and have a good... Look, still, one year, apart from the field, the pitch itself is terrible, but the stadium itself is wonderful. The atmosphere is always very, very good. Um, and hopefully the fans will get behind the team and push them on a little bit. So Spartak, of course, playing Rubin, Kazan tomorrow at 7.30. Now, next uh, week, starting... Uh, well, section, well, Friday to start off. There's another round of games as well. This is the third from last... Or, sorry, fourth from last round of games. Who is... Or I should say third round. It's the 27th round. Yeah, 27, 28, 29, 30. Oh, so it's the fourth last round again. Perfect, I got it right. Okay, so uh, who is playing who from our Moscow teams, Peter? Uh, from our Moscow teams, uh, we have Spartak going against Ural. Oh, I think you can't that, be in the Then we have Loco going against uh, up against Arsenal, of course. And CSK Dynamo. Oh, so a big so, Moscow derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. So, as uh, any their way in Grozny against Akhmat, they should seal that up. That's 4.30 on Saturday. Spartak playing away against Ural, as Peter said, 2 o'clock kickoff. Um, Lokomotiv away in Tula, kickoff at 7 o'clock on Saturday evening. And on Sunday, that big, big Moscow derby, 
4.30. Siska, if they do not win that, if they do not win that, then I think they can kiss by to, kiss goodbye to their, um, to their any chance of trying to get into Europe or actually into the Champions League. Yeah. Okay, Alex, you have a score at right? Uh, oh, no, I was, I was just going to say the fixtures for what's going on in the NHL. Oh, so. we actually, that's right. Yeah, okay, yeah, far away. So, so what's um, happening in the, in the NHL? So, of course, they're also on to the second round of the playoffs. We have the... Um, Blues against the Stars, we have the Islanders against the Hurricanes, and we have the Sharks against the Avalanche, and of course, we have the Bruins against the Blue Jackets, so the Bruins really made me eat my words back there, but... Okay, no, so... So, with the, so the Blues and the Stars are tied 1-1, the Bruins and the Blue Jackets are also tied 1-1, the Sharks are leading against the Avalanche by one game, and the, uh, and the Hurricanes are leading by one game against the Islanders. Yes. The Hurricanes leading one game up. Yep. One game up. Okay, Peter. Yeah, wait, I just want to add that uh, Hurricanes Islanders game today at, at 10 o'clock, I think. Okay, so we'll still be on air, so you'll be giving us the updates yeah, on that. Okay, nice one, nice one. Okay, that's very, very good. Okay, um, if looking at the Bruins, Peter, do you think, have they got the strength? I mean, because it looks like a good time for Boston. You've got the Super Bowl in your hand already. You've got yeah. now two, you Stanley yes. Cup, and what's the one for uh, basketball? The Commissioner's Cup? No, it's the, um, what's the oh. NBA championship. NBA championship. Really right. Imagine called. if I'm they really sure. do a sweep. They win all three. That would no. be that would be golden, but I doubt it. Look, yeah. I think it was a it was a fluke they got best Serrano. Because have you heard of the Drake curse? The Drake curse. Oh, the rapper Drake. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so he, anytime he supports any like team or athlete or like anything, they always lose. So I think that's what went yeah. on. There, there's <laughs> a video on Instagram where he just pulled up to the last game wearing a. Toronto yeah. shirt. I think I think that was it. <laughs> oh, he also like during yeah, the, that was the um, only reason why, why during like the playoffs over in the NFL, he had like he had like a sweater with like every team on the in like the NFL. <laughs> yeah, and all just the curse. Yeah, yeah, and, and people are saying he, he 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 was the reason why. Remember, like the the, the the remember like the finals were so good, like Rams and uh, oh like, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 and people are like saying that Drake. Drake was the cause because he wore, Look, as Alex said, uh, dur- during the press conference between Connor and Khabib. Remember who was behind Connor with the Irish flag? Drake. Yeah. No what, way. Happened, what happened later? Khabib chokes out Connor in the fourth round. Are you serious? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that. I, I wasn't watching. So, Drake, Drake so, curse is very real. <laughs> yeah, all I'm saying that is the reason that we lost the Bruins this year. Oh yeah, definitely. So, basically, we have to like we have to wonder if uh, Drake is a fan of Spartak. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that, that, that probably is. Or Siska at the moment. He's, he's yeah. there going, Siska, Siska. Okay, that's good. I hope he's not a CSKA fan. Look, that's what, like, <laughs> that's what I keep saying. If, if, if we hope to win anything, I want Drake away from any stadium in Toronto. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. But I mean, get the, the Leafs, I mean, the Leafs have just been, I mean, everyone in Canada, they're always called the laughs because oh, they just okay. seem to oh. have, no, 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 but they just seem to have this like bad vibe around them. But yet, I well, mean, they've got huge I'm going to put you, wait, hold, hold, Al. I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah. NHL rating for the like the biggest fans of like uh per like per city. Toronto takes the first. Like uh everybody yeah. Yeah, I I, I would I we would have the I most fans that. yet we alright. But anywho, I think the <laughs> thing about anywho, <laughs> yeah, no, hey look. All I'm saying is that okay, in the NBA I think the Raptors are automatically kind of at a disadvantage because a lot of people don't want to play because it's the only team that's like in another nation. So it's like you have to go through more airports. So we had, um, what's it got? Oh, we had, 
uh, Chris Bosh, who played for the Raptors, well, part of the reasons why he left Toronto is because he just hated the fact they have to go through like customs. an extra hour of like airport security, just like all that stuff. Yeah, who wants to deal with customs? Am I right? Yeah, but uh, obviously exactly. Kawhi Leonard, NBA champion and MVP. Yeah, but that's, that's, but that's the same time. like with the with the Blue Jays. I mean, well. I mean, have, yeah, have you exactly. seen the guy? The guy, the, the guy is not phased by anything, so I yeah. doubt that's a problem. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I. I don't know. I. I think players always like in England, for example, players that want to go to play for Newcastle or Sunderland. They say because their wives won't be close to the shopping places like in London. But I'm thinking, this you get the same shops all around England. So yeah, that's yeah. why. Like that's why LeBron went to LA because it's LA, right? Exactly. Exactly. LA is where the money is, and if you want yeah. a career in, in um, media, for example, that's that's the best place yeah, to go. Yeah, exactly. Like who else gets stuck in? Cleveland, of course. Okay. All right. Listen, we're going to go out to the <laughs> we're going to go out to the break right now because we're on very very tricky uh, soil right now. So we're going to go out to the break with this is with uh, Blackway and Black Caviar. This is what's up, danger. We'll be back after the break. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. i 
join us on all our social media. Facebook, Instagram, VK and Twitter. Text us on SMS, WhatsApp and Viber. Plus 7, 95111053. Add this number to your contacts. You're going to need it. Capital FM, the one and only English-speaking station in Moscow. Turn it up! The one and only English-speaking station in Moscow. Capital, Capital FM. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Okay, welcome back, folks. We are loud and I hope live. Well, we are live and I hope we're loud as well. Uh, back here on Moscow's Capital FM with Capital Sports. Uh, Peter, has been any sports uh, score updates to uh, whet our appetite? So, uh, Celtics, 54-50, just now. Okay, just throw them back in. Okay, good. And uh, I believe that's it for now. Okay, all right. We're going to have a look around, of course, the European Football Leagues as well. There, there are some games kicking off a bit later. I think Real Madrid are playing against uh, Viocano quite soon. However, um, before we go away, uh, we have Alexander Zotov. He's going to want to us just one moment. Um, there was a, a, a USC fight, an MMA fight. Oh, yeah. Just, so, yeah there was uh, a, 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 honestly, the biggest fight was, uh, of course, Dan Hardy. The same guy we're talking about, the guy who, who had domestic abuse charges, like all all that all that stuff. Who got, of course, uh, last fight he got. Um, well, he got ejected for like kneeing somebody in the face. Oh, that's so the had, guy, DXNFL yeah, guy. Yeah, the same ah, guy. Yeah, 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 okay. So he had he had another fight yesterday. Um, Not with his girlfriend. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, and he and he actually won that fight. It was against I can't remember the guy's name. It was against some like, but he was a Russian a, guy. He was a Russian guy, unfortunately. Like Ivanov, Sergeyev, or uh, I'll I'll try to look. I'll try check to it up. Check name. it out. Okay, Peter. There's Yo, a big, 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 a huge news. story from yes. from Europe. Barca won the La Liga. Okay, Barca won the La Liga. Okay, the eighth time in eleven eighth, years. Eighth time in eleven years. Yeah. That is pretty decent. Okay, right. Um, before we go any further, we're going to go across um, all the way out to. Well, he's not too far away from us here at the moment, but he is on the phone. He is, of course, the uh, CEO of the All Russian Football Players Union, and of course, a member of the executive committee of the Russian Football Union, Mr. Alexander Zotov. Alexander, good evening. How are you doing? Good evening. I'm great. How are you? Brilliant! Listen, better better for hearing you, of course. Um, before we go any further, um, have Washington Redskins have they got their quarterback there? Have they got the franchise quarterback in now? Because they they, they picked very very well. They picked this lad Haskins, um, uh-huh. who looks like From Dwayne Ohio Haskins, State. Ohio yeah. State, decent player. Will he be starting next season, or should he be starting? Well, I don't know. They have now, I think, four quarterbacks, and there will be quite a competition for 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 uh, for the spot. So we'll see. He's a young player. I don't know whether he will be a straightaway uh, starting. Quarterback. Okay, uh, but does it does it make you hopeful for the Redskins actually, you know, do something uh, this coming season, or are you still going to be pessimistic? Um, I'm always not pessimistic. I'm 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 trying to. To, to kind of hide my hopes because <laughs> I've been hoping so long that they perform and uh, unfortunately the this the the 80s game that they had and this multiple Super Bowl uh, games that they had in the 80s uh, is is not there anymore so we're waiting. Okay, that is good. Well, okay, well waiting of course is something that uh, of course poor old Zenit have had to do, but. They are now, looks like they're going to run away with the Russian Premier League. Is it game, set and match to Artyom Duba and his boys? Uh, 
well, I think I think basically it's all settled. I, th- I think I, I don't see any any, any way that we need to lose uh, this uh, difference that they have in points from the second place. So I think I think they have a good chance of winning now. Do you think that you know, were they the best team over the season, or was just to say, for example, Spartak collapsed and uh, Loco just really didn't know what was going on? There was like the kind of civil war going on in the club. So, do you think is that is any of that a bit better, or just the other teams went back maybe a step? Hello. Yeah. Do you hear me? Hello, Alex. Yeah. Hello. You hear me? Yeah, yeah. we hear you loud and clear. So the the question <laughs> the question was. Um, whether Zenit won or it was the other teams that lost. The exactly, exactly. Well, um, I think it's a bit of both because um, Zenit had the, I think, better squad uh, overall and they kind of managed to, to, to play the whole season without any big uh, ups, you know, going downs and uh, probably, uh, well, I mean, they had a better squad, I think, overall during the championship. But, plus, Kimak uh, did a good job. So overall, they were a better team. But other teams also they struggled, you know. Except for CSKA, I think, uh, which which really impressed with the young guys. They lost, I think, many many of their veteran players before the start of the season, and and they had to really build a new team, and they really performed well. So it's big respect to CSKA. But overall, I think uh, it was a bit of both. So Zenit was a better team, but the other teams also struggled too much during the season. Um, over, overall, um, if you're looking at the Russian the, the league, I mean, like attendances have been pretty solid throughout the season. Um, is that the kind of the, the legacy of the World Cup? Do you think that it's going to keep people coming back into the grounds? I mean, what, like, um, is it good news for Russian football at the moment? Well, it's always good news that you have uh, better attendances. But I think it's not only the World Cup, but also the uh, the fact because of the World Cup there were so many stadiums built. So so it's just more comfortable to football now, and uh, I think this attracts a lot of people. Also, people want to come back because they see that uh, it's comfortable. It's uh, you can get a, grab something to eat and watch a game. Yeah, I mean, just just before we, uh, Peter has a question for you. Just before he jumps in, uh, of course, Krasnodar uh, beating Siska two 0 this evening. Um, Thirty three thousand five hundred and seventeen fans in the stadium, the 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 ground that uh, Galitsky built. I mean, that's phenomenal anywhere in Europe because Krasnodar, of course, is not a capital city, but thirty three thousand people on a Sunday evening to watch a you know a good game of football. That's impressive, isn't it? Yeah, but. Krasnodar became, you know, like they, they became the main attraction now in Krasnodar because Kubani unfortunately went bust and uh, uh, people people like did they like with the stadium, they like the surroundings of the stadium, the garden that uh, Galitsky built, and also they like to, to to go to the games because, as I said, it's it's just great atmosphere. And I've been to the stadium several times, and it's I recommend that anyone who hasn't to go there because it's fantastic. 
Okay. Just don't live too far away from the stadium because the traffic in Krasnodar is crazy. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's, that's, that's a great <laughs> job almost, there. I almost missed a game once. Don't laugh. <laughs> no, at least I'm, not, I'm not laughing because, I, I mean, you, you were doing great for like tourism in Krasnodar and now you've lost your ambassador's role, so sorry. That's going back to Lopereva. She's getting that back. No, I'm just objective. <laughs> no, that's fair. You're telling the truth. You always do. Okay, Peter has a, has a question for you related to yeah, a bit of an incident yeah, yeah. last week. Yeah. Hello, Alexander. So, uh, what do you think? Think of uh, <laughs> footballers going on strike right now. You mean uh, the Bolton? Water yeah, Bolton last week. Uh, well, I think there's, as I understand, there's some tra- transition period be- between the owners and and the, the problem of uh, who gets to pay the salaries right now, and that they're being owed like around two months already for the salaries, and they already postponed one game. So, I mean. It's, it's their right uh, to fight for their salaries, and uh, we also had some, you know, strikes like postponing games for five, ten minutes by players or not attending uh, training sessions when they were not paid. So, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, I think it's 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 normal, but unfortunately uh, for Bolton for for Bolton Wanderers, it can become a big problem because if they don't play the last two games of the championship, it will uh, they might be uh, kicked out. So when this this can be the end for of the club for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, do you think something like that can happen in Russia? Like a strike? Yeah. Well, as I said, we already had the strike, not for the full game, but but postponing games for five ten minutes or not going to training sessions. These things happen. Um, this can also happen if 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 the situation is pushed far. We see what happen- what is happening at NGL, though, because uh, players are not uh, uh, looking at the, the fact that they're not paid for many, many months and they're still pe- playing and uh, they're even winning some games. So it depends on the atmosphere within the team. And if, if it's too hot and if it's the, the, the problem is uh, uh, for the players is, is unsolvable, it's, it's a solution sometimes to go on strike. Um, it, it has happened. I mean, we, we discussed it before, even on and off air. Like, I mean, say for example, in Ireland, when, when players have, you know, mm-hmm. very, you know, have sat down and said, "Look, we we want to discuss things." Um, are there any? You know situ- what happened in Spain some time ago when the Premier League uh, players didn't want to play until the lower leagues players are paid. But, but it can that was can, several years ago. But can there be that kind of, um, let's say, this is solidarity? Yeah, solidarity. At the level for me. And and could, can we develop this here in Russia? What what, for example? This is what, yeah, this is much much more interesting than than uh, copying strike things. You know, <laughs> going on strike <laughs> because that, uh, you know the, the biggest problem usually is in the lower leagues. And if the guys from the Premier League they say you know these are our colleagues we we do the same job it doesn't matter where, where we play which league but if they're not paid this is a problem for us and we see it and we will we will go and strike to for these guys to get paid this this would be great do, do you think do you think that the um, what for example attention and what what is holding that kind of level of solidarity back in russia i mean is it is it a disconnect between amongst the players themselves or, or what, like what's holding it back here? For in, in your opinion, well, I think how these things happen within a team when, when like Dynamo Stavropol, for instance, wanted to go and strike, and then you always get one, two, three guys who are not sure, 
and the other guys then go, you know, we have to go together, but uh, if we're not going together, then it doesn't make any sense. So, and, and kind of, you know, somebody's afraid, somebody's not to, doesn't have the guts to stand for that, and this happens. So, why, why it's not like that? Uh, well, I think after some time, it will, the, the mentality will change and people will be ready to do that. But at, at the moment, unfortunately, it's not like that. Do you think maybe Alexander, uh, when when FIFA Pro finally get around to, um, I, I I don't want to be too critical because I know there's a long process in it, but when they get around to um, embracing the union here, um, do you think that that'll change? Do you think the players then will kind of look and say, oh, listen, I'm on the same level as Messi, I'm on the same level as Ronaldo, so I have the same protection. Will that be, let's say, well, let's say hashtag game changer for for the union here in Russia? Well, yeah, but it was, as you said, it will take some time. It's not just, you know, snap the fingers and it happens. Uh, you, you, you have to communicate to the players all the time, explain, and they have to be really sure uh, that they are protected. Because, uh, you know, especially in the regional clubs, uh, it's sometimes that you, you're from the city, you're from this town, you know, the, you know, the, the, it's like... Um, it's very hard to stand in this situation, just even to fight for for the right, because uh, you know basically everybody who is running the club, the governor knows you, you know, and it's it's or or the mayor of this small town, and it's it's, it's harder, much harder than to do it in, in big clubs or uh, in big cities like Moscow. Oh, that's an interesting. So it's basically the, the smaller the club, the more difficult it would be to to kind of fight for your rights. If you're a local rights. guy, if you're a local player, yes, of course, because you know they, they start to talk to you. You know, we're from the city. Why do you want to do that? And blah blah blah, and you know, all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, just start to say play for pride. Oh, uh, Alex, Alex, you have a quick uh, basketball update. Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, the Celtics are up seventy-two against the Bucks, who are at 62, so that's 10 points. Okay. Now, uh, Alexander, are you a uh, fan of basketball, or for that matter, any other sport? Uh, well, I am a fan of, of basketball, and but unfortunately, Washington uh, Wizards didn't perform also like Redskins, so... <laughs> do, do, do you have an NBA team? Yeah, Washington. Oh, sure. oh, God, Washington. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll move. On. Okay, before. <laughs> okay, right. So, so uh, before we let you, <laughs> before we let you go, the Capitals lost. Also, everything is bad. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, at least it will look. Yeah. Let's see what happens in the draft. Like you got a good football draft, so it mm. looks like Boston, Boston, like New England, could be getting. They already have the Super Bowl. They could be getting the Stanley Cup and, of course, the uh, the NBA trophy as well. It could be very good. For the East Coast of America right now, so maybe the, the Washington well, area. Part of the East Coast of America. Oh, <laughs> oh. Okay, I don't think they're getting past the Warriors this year. No, yeah. well, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> Alexander, just before before you go, um, right now it's coming to the end of the the, the season. Um, you know, for for all across like, the, the the Russian pro leagues from the Premier, the FNL, and the, the second divisions. Um, is this a time now where it's, it's difficult for players to, to get their salaries? Like, I mean, will you have a very busy time the next, say, two months to make sure players, uh, their contracts are honoured? Well, I mean, there, there are some clubs that, that have uh, salary debts and we are working on that situation. Uh, the closer you get to the end of the season or, or to the transfer, winter transfer window, it's always more active, becomes more active because the players are 
ready to you know to, to spend some time on on going to the distribution <laughs> chamber or, to, or talking to the management of the club or you know, taking some action to get their their, their money back. I mean, so, so, so it is, be- but it's, it's, it's something. It's, there's no catastrophe, but there are also some talks on reforming the second division. So we we're involved in in in, in, in big discussion now on, on on how the professional football might might be looking in in the future in Russia. Okay, well, fingers crossed it's going to be not too busy of a time for you at the end of the season and everyone will get paid as well. So, yeah. Alexander Zatov, thank you so much. And I hope Bolton Wanderers players also get paid. Oh, well, fingers crossed, fingers crossed that everyone gets paid for their fair yeah. job. Listen, Alexander, have a great Sunday evening and we'll talk to you again yeah, very you soon. Too. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, that was Alexander Zatov, of course, from the Russian Football, all Russian Football Players Union. Uh, and of course he's a member of the executive committee of the Russian Football Union as well we are going to get to the break uh, because we're looking forward to already next season here and of course uh, a bit of earth, wind and fire so this is September and we'll be back after the break with Mr. Andrew Flint Capital Sports with Alan Moore
Okay, folks, welcome back to Capital Sports here on Moscow's Capital FM. Uh, Peter, we have a game kicking off, a big one quite soon. 9.45, Real Madrid is going up against, if I can read it correctly, don't, please don't roast me. But, like, can you help me out real quick? Uh, <laughs> come on, Pete. Rayo Vallecano. Rayo Vallecano. 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 Get a grip of yourself, Pete. This is like like Uh, capital education, you know? Yeah, come on. Don't let it turn into capital punishment. The the Calgary thing. Okay, Mr. Waterford. Capital education is about to turn and capital punishment real fast. Yeah, it's going to get some... It's going to get brutal. Okay, right. I can't say anything because I know he has... has Yeah, I have have dirt on everybody in the studio. (laughs) Including that man right there. Oh, especially that. Well, I have dirt on him as well. Yo, so okay, we hold well, up. It's hold up. Everybody, everybody has dirt. Everybody, eighty sixty-five. Celtics are up right now. Eighty sighty-five. Yes. Oh, did everyone away with it? Eighty sixty-five. Fifteen points. I don't know. But that's, look, that's, about that's, the that's dirt thing. Meat. If you're listening to this, chances are you probably have dirt on me as well. But that's, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that 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 is quite bad. But no, I mean in all fairness, uh, if if we look at it, like we we're, we're all guilty things, but like there are some like let's say. What's the thing with guilty feet have got no rhythm? Dancing? Yeah, I mean, he would know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lack of rhythm, I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I no, I, I saw a picture Pete. of him dancing at a party. What? Look, all, all I'm saying is we, we've all been to Veronica with you, Pete. We all know. Oh, all know oh, nasty, nasty, nasty. Yeah, that's poor old Peter. Poor old Peter. Okay. I, I uh, all right. We have to. We, we do have to give a big shout out because it came true, of course, uh, winning... 92-83 this past Friday. CSKA Moscow they beat Basconia they are, and they are through to the final four where on Friday the May, May 17th they are playing as Real Madrid. So two more games to win it all. Of course, um, big shout out to Mr. Alec Peters who of course is guest on the show with us. So Alec, if you are listening, have faith because I know you tweeted earlier on you're a bit sad that there's no Avengers movie it's not in it, English it, in Russia. It came out today, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, it came out today, but it's not in English. Yeah, no, there's no. Yeah. I mean, I mean that. I mean, okay. I, I, I was told today by a friend of mine that I've actually seen one of those movies. One, I think it's said Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, the yeah. first one. I've seen it. Well, yeah, I've seen. It. I kind of slept a little bit through part of it, but I, I mean, I, I have that kind of habit of falling asleep. But I watched the movie. It was okay. It was fun. The music was quite good, but. I don't know, like, uh, Alec was tweeting it today, he's, like, really heartbroken that, um, yeah, that it's, uh, that Avengers in English isn't in Russia. Why is that? Yeah, and it's, like, because everything's, like, on the internet, like, what's going to happen? Like, every, everybody thinks it's, like, a funny joke to, like, be, like, oh, this guy, yeah. like, dies, Every, Everybody's guy. spoiling So, like, it. yeah. so, like, it's always, like, so it's kind of, like, a competition to, like, to the movie theater who sees it first. So, like, obviously... It's got, well, yeah. I, the one thing in Russia, like it does happen quite often, is that like you see when you see these like uh, illegal feeds, it's like someone oh, with like yeah. their camera oh, phone yeah. in like I don't know, Pioneer Theater in Moscow. Okay, but you want to like it's like the last like Marvel like movie, so like you want to like experience it in like the movie theater, especially if it's like such a like, you've been waiting for like a year. You don't want to like see it like at four a.m. like on your phone, right? With like bad. Like, oh, I mean, some people. Well, like, I mean, I I haven't seen I've seen one of them, so I'll I'll, I'll go. Of course. Tonight, of course, is part three of Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. So that's quite interesting. That's quite interesting. Because it's going to be like... Peter, thank you. That's quite good, actually. It's going to be the biggest battle, like, 
in cinema history, like ever, and everything like ten, like eleven, ten or eleven years of Game of Thrones. This whole series has been leading up to what's going to happen tonight. So, I think that's also going to be huge. I think so too. I think so. I think it's going to be quite good because. The one thing that shocked me last week was when uh, Daenerys, of course, the blonde one, she's she's there with uh, what you call her, um, uh, John White, Sans, John Sans Snow, oh, John, John, John Snow. Snow, and they're talking. Then he like tried to Peter, Peter's uh, plugging I'm covering my ears. So okay, take off your headphones. I apologize in advance to everybody who hasn't seen it. Exactly. Yet. So oh, yeah. No. So basically, so Daenerys <laughs> turns around, right, and she goes, um, or no, John's like, yeah. So my father, he was like your brother. So like that's what he speaks, and he's like, so he tells her that she is his aunt. And what she say? She goes, "Oh my God, I slept with my nephew. Oh my God, we're related." She just goes, "So you're the rightful heir to the throne." It's like what right, the? right before she gets killed by Sam, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the Hodor comes back. And Hodor. Comes back. <laughs> all right, all right. He's waiting. He's after coming through um, a Bashkiri thunder and lightning storm. So he's 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 going to survive worse here with us this evening. Uh, he's on his road trip. So, Mr. Andrew Flint, how are you doing? Can you hear us? I can, I can. I, I'll be honest, I have no idea what you guys are on about with Game of Thrones. I've never seen it, or Avengers, or anything. So uh, I'm going to have to change the subject, if you don't mind. No, listen, yeah, we're very happy to change the subject, because we don't, uh, like, give about uh, Hodor making his surprise comeback. Okay, listen, um, Andrew, a pretty awful week. It looks like uh, Oli Gullis Solskjaer, his... His, I don't know, I don't know what to say, but it's not his time is up at United, but, like, he's had a terrible week, hasn't he? It's not been a good week. Um, it's not been helped by individual mistakes, but a lot of those mistakes have actually been hit as well. Um, I mean, I groaned when I saw the starting lineup with Nemanja Matic and Ander Herrera and then Juan Mata up front. It's too much pedestrian players being played and they're not playing to their strengths. But the big, big point is that he really needs to be back. I know it's a, a drum United fans have been banging, but it's because it's true. You know, he, he doesn't have a good squad, or not a balanced squad anyway. So I'm not panicking yet, but it's not being good. Listen, if, if you look at it, I mean, of course, the one, one player who, it was funny because uh, Andy McLean, of course, he'll be on with us later, uh, he, he said that um, the heat map or the movement map for Pogba on the field was just like a, a blank field because he was that bad. Um, I mean, I keep hearing this thing of Pogba, he's coming good, he's coming good, but when is he actually going to come good? Like, when is he actually going to, you know, really be a consistent, top-class, world-class game-changer for United? Uh, for United, I'll be honest, I think I've given up hope of it happening. It's, it's too many, I try, I've given too many excuses for him. Too many intangibles need to happen for him to perform well. And a world-class player doesn't need that many factors. You, you, you need a bit of faith. You need some good players around you. But in the end, if you are world-class, you do play well. Um, and you, we've seen him play so well for France in the World Cup. So um, he can. It's not like he's completely short on confidence. So I, I would cash in. Honestly, I would. Okay, so you, you get rid of him. Okay, that's fair enough. And you did say that before as well, like if there was a big offer come in from just let him go. Um, lo- looking overall at the uh, at the English Premier League, I mean, it's now so, so tight at the top, but the, the games aren't that good. I mean, I mean, honestly, it, it is exciting in many ways. Um, it's, I haven't remembered a, a league this good since, of course, when um, Man City uh, stole it on the last day of the season against QPR. Um but 
the, the quality of games is actually, I, I found quite poor. Or maybe that's just me being, I don't know, kind of like a, a Dundalk fan. Well, I think a, a lot of Everstreet games is a very accurate assessment. And everybody seems terrified. Everybody seems scared and not able to step up to the plate when they need to. I mean, I, I haven't watched all of the games this weekend live, but I have seen the results. Arsenal losing again. I mean, it, it just nobody seems to want to play in the Champions League. Um, I, I can't really understand why so many teams consistently are underperforming all at the same time. I agree with you. Um, I think there's only a limit to how many times shock results can make it interesting uh, when it's mostly out of mistakes, not teams outplaying each other, just just making too many mistakes. So, okay, so all those like, kind of like mistake-ridden games aside, I mean, um, have Man City, have they shown the quality uh, to really, you know, like, you know, to, to be worthy champions this season? Um, or would it be a case that if they win it, it's winning by default against a, a Liverpool team that just kind of flatter too often to deceive? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, you see how devastating Liverpool are when they're absolutely on form. Is That's one thing. But another reason why I think Liverpool deserve a huge amount of credit is they still look gritty and tough when they need to be. They get the results um, when they're not necessarily firing on all cylinders, when they've got other distractions, and yet they still can't get ahead of City. City, I don't get as much pleasure from. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to be neutral for a moment um, because they are scientific, they're medical, uh, they're, they're, they're lacking in a bit of passion, I think. Um, but they have worked out a way to get results um, it, it, and, it, and they deserve it. Okay. Um, okay, we'll move back over here from the uh, English Premier League at the moment. So over to the RPL. Um, you were at the game today, the 4-1 win for Ufa. Of course, that final goal was just... Actually, was quite a good goal. I was watching the end of the game uh, in Kato up in, in Moscow. Um, mm. 4-1 win for Ufa. I mean, were they... You know, was it that much of a, a difference between the two teams? And what was the atmosphere like in the stadium? Well, actually, the atmosphere was much better than I was expecting. I mean, when I watch games at the Nifjanik on TV... It looks like a classic wide-open bowl, but for some reason the, the volume does keep in. Um, to be honest with you, the way the game went, Oral were the better side to start with the first five, ten minutes. Um, they probably took, gave them the lead after about, what, nine, ten minutes. Um, but the problem was, Dmitry Parfionov made so many changes, uh, and it seemed far too cautious. Um, I mean, Haroyan is a walking yellow card. You just cannot trust a man to keep possession. Um, Roman Yemayanov first started for a long time in midfield, but he was playing as, the, as one defensive midfielder when Oral usually played two. So it was too disjointed, and in the end, Ufa really, really deserved They were fantastic. Um, Dmitry Sisuev, for me, was arguably their best player out wide. Um, but Igbun, uh, don't forget as well, now uh, Ufa's all-time top goal scorer. Um, they, they were the better side. Um, oh. How they were in the relegation zone, I will never understand. I mean, yeah, Ufa, like, I mean, they're, they're a solid team that always played a decent brand of football, of course. I mean, you know, I mean, even when he's got, what, nine, goal, nine league goals this season, he's not a very big man, but he's very, very, like, as he's not a very tall man, but he's very, very solid. And he always mm. seems to be in the right place at the right time. And I mean, he's, he's still, you know, um, 
he's a player that I, I no, no disrespect to Ufa, of course. He seems to be almost too good for Ufa. Yeah, I, I would say that. I mean, you, today you could tell. You know, when you get that atmosphere in the ground, when one player gets on the ball, the whole volume rises. And you know, Sissouriban mentioned because he was clearly a very popular player, but when Ibrahim got the ball the whole crowd lifted and you knew something different was going to happen. And I was speaking to a few of the local journalists and they were all saying they don't know what position he plays. He plays up front, out wide, he drops into midfield um, and anywhere he is, he controls the, the play, he controls the ball well. Um, he really was a difference maker and I, I wanted to ask him afterwards why he stayed in Bashkortostan so long but I can almost see why because he's loved so much there. Well, I mean, then again, like he, he's he's found his level, and he's and he's a very very good player. And I mean, hopefully, at Ufa will stay. They're third from bottom, of course, at the moment. Now, of course, uh, you, you, I'm not sure if you've arrived in Orenburg yet on the Kazakhstan border, or you're still on the way. Um, you're still on the way. I, I've just arrived. Oh, you've just arrived. Okay. So listen, out in Orenburg, of course, um, Arsenal after that brilliant win against uh, Spartak last week 3 at home they're up against um, against Orenburg so I mean that's that okay Arsenal are not just safe they're actually they're kind of in a hunt potentially to overtake Spartak in the table if they, if they win and Spartak don't win uh, tomorrow um, but if, if you're looking at I mean you know, Orenburg I mean they're also like they're, they're, they're safe they are pretty much safe in, in, in mid-table um what do you expect from this game tomorrow? What, what, what do you reckon? Like, I mean, do you think that it, it'll be a, a, a home win, or like, will Arsenal will they not have that bounce from that great win against Spartak? Well, you know what? I actually see it slightly differently. I think this will be considered a race for second place because I think both teams will be hoping that uh, Lokomotiv will win the Russian Cup and then sixth place will go to Europa League. Um, that won't happen, of course, because the mighty Ordinal will come storming back and win in Samara um, in the final. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, not going to happen. Now, I think Gazavika at home are so dangerous. Um, I, I, think, um, I think it's going to be a thriller. I really do. I think both teams have some, have some game changes. Arsenal in particular have a lot of attacking players who, who love to shoot from range. Sergei Kachov, for example, is probably my favourite long-range shooter in the, in the Russian Premier League. Um, I think they're going to be goals in it. I think both teams will score, um, but I think Orenberg will edge it. Okay, of course, uh, this week, uh, midweek on fr- on excuse me on Wednesday, uh, Ural are taking a one 0 lead well back home against Arsenal, and of course, Local Day had a two to draw with Rostov away. Um, You'd have to fancy Ural to, to get through. And also you'd think that Lokomotiv just have a little bit too much for Rostov. Yeah, I, I would go along with that. Um, I mean, we uh, Ural played Arsenal away in the league and got one of the first clean sheets of the season. They got, had a clean sheet against Spartak back in the Cup. Um, but they, I think it was something like 20 games they went to the league without a clean sheet. So that's going to be a good sign. Um, Stefan Strandberg should be back um, that would be a very very important selection for that um, as for Lokomotiv I think the fact they got those two away goals will be absolutely critical um, I, I, I thought it was going to be I thought it was going to be a Rostov in the final but uh, now after 2-2 I think Loco definitely will be in the driving seat and I expect them to 
do a stemming job. Okay, good. Uh, okay. I'll say that. Okay, now before we're going to go to the break, but Peter, you have a score update. There's 97.4% chance for a Celtics win. What is the score with eight minutes and one second left in the fourth quarter? 93-80, Celtics are leading. Okay, so Celtics are up and they look like they're going to win that game in the series. Okay, uh, Andrew, I know you're going to stay in the line because we're going to come back with uh, a quiz. So I hope this, this week it'll be, well, you won last week, so you'll be uh, starting first and hopefully yeah. it'll be a little bit more even this week. So, okay, folks, we're going to go out to the break. Um, we had to liven it up as well because like, the quiz for me is always tortured, like trying to just get people to get, just answer questions and answer them correctly. So we're going to go to the break with Shakira and Latatura. We'll be back after the break with the Capital Quiz. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Los viernes sean de fiesta Y tampoco te pido que vuelvas rogando perdón Si lloras con los ojos secos y hablando de ella Cerdos, miles de perlas 